Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of radio. You are being recorded. Are are you hearing us like any like weird echo or anything like that? No. Okay. It's just it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I, I just I don't think we've used it with Zoom before. It was always the whereby and stuff. So just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hey Ben, man. Uh okay, I guess. Nice. Hanging Thanks in for there. tripping with us. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hell yeah. We had an awesome time. Uh, been resting since we came back, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, good times, though. Yeah. yeah. Getting down to the final stretch. By the end of the month, we'll be done with it. Oh. We've also watched uh, Miami Connection, what, four times in the last three weeks now? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the original cut? Not yet. That's actually going to be, I guess, time five here this next week. Oh, possibly are, after this year recording. Possibly. Yeah, the Escape from Miami or whatever. Escape from yeah. Miami. Escape with your life. And then, and then, yeah, I guess we'll watch it again on a Wednesday when we're yes. streaming it. It's going to be great. Yes. <laughs> Such a great movie. <laughs> Have you watched the, uh, the, the initial release? Is it worth it? I haven't watched the uh, Finnegar Syndrome release of it yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did watch uh, Red Surf uh, last night. Oh, how was it? It was good. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe like Red Surf. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, Finnegar Syndrome. Yeah, we watched uh, Voyage of the Rock Aliens the other night, too, because... Because it's awesome. Can't wait to talk yeah. about it in September. Ah. <laughs> Steve, you're about to have a cat in your lap. No, I'm not. No. Do not jump on this bear lap. Thank you. With those razor mittens. All right. All right. Let's get started. These cats are getting wary. All right. All right. Don't want the cats to attack you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you hear a, ow, followed by a snap, <laughs> uh, he'll know what happens. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> So much blood! Yeah, all right. <laughs> Power on. Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. Earth 2147. The legacy of the Metal Wars. When man fought machine and machines won. Biodreads. Monstrous creations that hunt down human survivors and digitize them. Center of the Bio-Dread Empire. Stronghold and fortress of Lord Dread. Feared ruler of this new order. But from-
the fires of the Metal Wars arose a new breed of warrior, born and trained to bring down Lord Dread and his Bio-Dread Empire. They were soldiers of the future, mankind's last hope. Their leader, Captain Jonathan Power, master of the incredible power suits which transform each soldier into a one-man attack force. Major Matthew, Hawk Masterson, fighter in the sky. Lieutenant Michael, Tank Ellis, ground missile. Sergeant Robert, Scout Baker, espionage and communications. And Corporal Jennifer, pilot chase, tactical systems expert. Together they flew the most powerful fighting force in Earth's history. Their creed to protect all life. Their promise to end Lord Dread's rule. Their name, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Yeah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Oh, man, we're getting close. Oh. This is uh, episode, I think, 17 and 18 of Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Uh, but, babe, Steve. we're not alone for this. Double oh, thank episode. God. Oh. That's right, we have from the Rock Solid Podcast, the Superiority Complex, and Guesting on all kinds of stuff. Home video, hustle. That's right. The one, the only, Michael Beckford. Welcome. I've got the power. <laughs> Are you excited for the, the next couple episodes we got going on here? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, I, I noticed when I was uh, pulling up this next one, uh, e- the Eden Road, it had a picture of Tank, so I'm hoping it's Tank Heavy. Oh, Me shit. Too. <laughs> oh, shit. As, <laughs> we need a spinoff of our two favorite characters, Tank and Lackey. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> and if just so, that's nice. <laughs> 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 All right, well, should we, uh, should we get into it? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Power on. Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Almost there. Captain's waiting for you. As soon as we get inside, you can remove your blindfold. You gotta understand, we don't usually allow visitors, even if they are heads of the resistance. Ah, no problem. Just as long as I can see his face when I tell him what this is all about. All right, you can take off the blindfold. Welcome to Power Base, Cypher. Nice. I can see why you keep the location of this place secret. If Dredd ever got his hands on all this stuff. The nickel tour comes later. You said you had something vital to discuss. Something that was so important you couldn't even trust the security at your own base. And now that you're here, what do you say we cut to the chase, hmm? Eden 2. You've heard of it? We've all heard of Eden 2. It's a legend. Myth. The world's a pretty sad place to live in, so people are looking for something better. Poof. Eden too. If there were such a place, Dwight would have found it by now and flattened it. It's real, all right. Real as you. All right, let's say it is real. What's it got to do with us? For the past six months, there's been an underground railroad in existence. We've been using it to get people out of here and into Eden too. Now, they agreed to the arrangement, but only if we acted in total secrecy. We couldn't even tell you, Captain. Go on. 
The escape route to Eden 2 is broken down into five segments. Each segment has one person in charge. No one knows the full route, in case someone's captured. Segment three, right in the center. We shut down last week. Permanently. Dread forces attacked. I don't think they even knew what it was. Only that it was a resistance operation. But with that part of the route shut down, we have to set up a new one. We got word to Eden too. Set up a rendezvous with one of their couriers. We need you to meet him. Now, now wait a minute. They insisted on you, Captain. You're known to them. They won't trust anyone else. Besides, they've picked a place no one would suspect. A place nobody but you and your team could enter and survive. Have you ever seen this contact from Eden 2? No. We deal through a special comlink. Have you ever been to Eden 2? If I had, I wouldn't be here. I mean, no one comes back from Eden 2. No one wants to. They said you might not believe me. So they gave me this. Said I should give it to you. Hawk, what is it? War dog insignia. Must have come from one of I's units. We're looking for Eden 2. Eden 2's a myth. We have a connection. Besides, it's the only place we've got left to go. What about the resistance? We need people of your experience if we're going to win this war. War's over, Hawk. We tried our best, it wasn't enough. All we want now is a little peace. Hawk, there's writing on the back. Dear Matt, we made it. Why? It's her handwriting, Captain. Cypher, you just bought a railroad. Database Journal 4710 Mark 15. Captain recording. We're on our way to a meeting with a representative from Eden 2. Still hard to believe it exists. And even harder to figure out how the contact can survive in the place we're going. Darktown. Intensive proton bombing during the Metal Wars left the environment changed, unlivable. Burn holes, acid fog, and God knows what else. Even with our power suits, it's going to be tough. Our only hope is to pick up the Eden contact signal beacon as fast as possible and get out before the environment affects us. Or Dread's troopers spot us. Hang on. We're coming in. All right, people, keep it tight. If we get separated, we'll meet back at the jump ship in one hour. Our suits won't protect us from this acid fog any longer than that. Affirmative, Captain. All right, pilot, cover me. Uh, pilot, while you're at it, cover me too. Nice place. Yeah, but what, a monster movie? Scout. What do you got, Captain? Dread Information Station. Should we steer clear? Wish we could, but there's no time. Tap into it and find the safest route to the contact area. Careful, the hollow field will be unpredictable in this gunk. I'll do what I can. Don't worry about me. Just be ready.
Got it, Captain. Get them out of sight, fast. You think they had time to alert the others? I don't hear any sirens. Got it. South by southwest. No units there. We'll hit our rendezvous point at about three clicks. All right, let's move. You have the information I require? Yes, my lord. We have correlated reports of Power's appearances for one day, 47-9 Mark III. These appearances took place over a period of only three hours. Your data is accurate. Interesting. And physically impossible unless... No. Stuart Power didn't have the technology for teleportation. There's nothing of interest, my lord. We've lost contact with two of our troopers in Darktown. Probably gone rogue like the others. Do not be so quick to assume what is of interest to me. And proceed with your analysis. That's the contact area. Right through that laser gate. Restricted zone. Pilot, take it out. Thought you said Dread had no units here. Hmm, probably a rogue. The acid fog's tough on the circuits, fouls their programming. Very dangerous. Terrific. This reminds me of an old song. Smoke gets in your eyes. Do us a favor. Don't sing it. Pilot? Eden's signal's coming in now, Captain. Straight ahead, two clicks. Yeah! 
you okay, Captain? Yeah, I'm fine. At least now I understand why our contact picked this area. You have to be crazy to come here. Which would explain why they picked us. Let's just find our Eden 2 contact and get out of here. And fast. Picking up readings, Captain. All around us, there's hundreds of those things in here. And I think we just woke them up. Funny way to find a place called Eden. All right, keep close. Let's move. My lord, we have received further word from Darktown. Uh, probes indicate intruders in the quarantine sections. It could be Powers team. Could be? We cannot be certain. If then be certain! Uncertainty is not of the machine. Logic dictates it must be power. Few others could withstand the acid fog. Have you acted? My lord. Yes, I am that. And you would do well not to forget it. Go, bring power to me. Maximum speed to sector 19 cross-reference beta. Take the most direct route. No diversions or delays this time, Blastar. Of course, my lord. All systems. <laughs> Acid's eating away everything. Either we find this place in the next 15 minutes, or... Captain, readings are getting stronger here. Pilot! Hey! You all right? Yeah. There's one thing I hate. It's a grabby robot. Signal leads here, Captain. What is this? A wild ghost chase? Uh, don't you mean goose? Welcome, Captain. I'm John. I have heard much of you and your friends. It's an honor to meet you at last. Well, thanks. To be honest, I was beginning to think you weren't real at all. <laughs> I'm real, Captain. As is Eden, too. Feel free to remove your armor if you like. I have taken steps to protect this small area from the acid fog. Thanks. But I think we'll keep the armor. No offense. None taken. When you come to Eden, too, perhaps we'll fit you with one of these. Completely impervious to acid. Heat, cold, even small arms. It's a new process they developed. Yeah, it made all the papers. Still... If it is true, it's the first non-dread technology we've seen since the Metal Wars. Your troops are assembled! Initiate search mode! 
Sweep my sectors. I will take one squadron. My lord, logic systems reacting strangely. I hadn't expected this. Sauron tolerated the acid fog without trouble, but apparently your biomechanisms are more sensitive thanks to power's interference during your birthing. It might be better to withdraw. Negative. If power is here, I will find him and destroy. My systems are pure, my lord. This data crystal contains a new addition to the Underground Railroad, to Eden 2. Eden 2. We keep hearing that name. But what is it? Do you remember the legend of Shangri-La? A place where all that was finest and noblest in the human spirit was kept safe through times of darkness? That, my friends, is Eden 2. John, a woman named Vi. Do you know her? Of course. She came to us recently. She speaks often of you, Hawk. She hopes to see you soon. Troopers, it would be a lot easier for us to believe in you if you would just tell us where Eden 2 is. We can tell no one from the outside of our location. Not even you, Captain. As much as we admire your work and your father's, he was a great help to one of our... Parting gift, Captain. We shall meet again. What the? Sooner than you think. Hawk, get that nut! You two know what to do! Go! For me, boys. Ouch. Blast on. I'll distract him. You two hook up with Hawk and get out of here.
I suspected. It is the acid fog. Leave the area at once before it damages your primary biomech system. Let the troopers finish them off. Looks like he drank too much of this acid soup. Yeah, I hope he chokes on it. That makes two of us. Let's get out of here now. Something to drink, my friend. Mm. A real orange. I haven't seen a real orange in five years. <laughs> cool water, warm soil, clean air. <laughs> <clears throat> That's real. Mm. Oh. Forget hydroponics. This was grown in the earth. I can tell. Good, clean soil. <laughs> Eden 2 is real. It has to be. This is Captain Power. I'm closing in on Dredd. Watch for base station. Hold on. I'm gonna blow this baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's episode 17, The Eden Road. Ooh. Premiered February 21st, 1988. From director Ken Girardi. Who's Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, this, okay, Ken Girardi has over a hundred credits. Oh shit! This was his second thing he did, and it's the only episode of Captain Power that he did. Oh, <laughs> but he also did uh, like an episode of uh, The Little Hobo, uh, three of TNT, six of La Femme Nikita, six of The Other Limits. Uh, one episode of Supernatural, uh, the home episode, season what? one, where uh, uh, Sam and Dean go back to the house they grew up in because oh. uh, the ladies have seen ghosts or something yes. there. Yeah. An episode of Burn Notice, uh, five of Law and Order Criminal Intent, 12 of Rescue Me, 14 of Vikings, four of Orphan Black, seven of FBI Most Wanted. So yeah, still, still kicking it. Gosh dang. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, comes from writer 
J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, we all know him. He's the creator of uh, Babylon 5 and, uh, you know, yeah, did, did everything. Yeah. Uh, check out our past episodes. He's yeah. done a whole bunch. <laughs> Thor, Ninja Assassin, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, but special guest star, we have Lauren Cossett as Colonel Cypher once again. Uh, he had uh, 20 credits. Uh, he's the one that did a lot of like stage acting in the 60s. Maitland in an episode of Doctor Who 1964, uh, an episode hmm. of Twilight Zone, Older Couple in Two of C, and of course, Dr. Leonard from Darkman 3, Die, Darkman, Die. Yeah! And then, uh, and then we meet John, uh, played by Brent State. Uh, 155 credits starting with this. Uh, he was also Micah in Omen 4, The Awakening. Eddie in I Still Dream of Jeannie. I, get, I think that was the TV movie they did in the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, two episodes of Highlander. He was uh, Timothy Mayhew in three episodes of The X-Files. I don't recall Timothy Mayhew, but yeah, three-episode arc, apparently. Alrighty. Uh, he was Vic Hester in the Mountie, Mountie on the Bounty episode of Due South. Yeah, yeah, that's the movie when they're at sea on the Great Lake. Oh, that's the three, two, down in the Robert McKenzie. McKenzie. Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, he was Vic in that one. Uh, he was also Rev Bem in 36 episodes of Andromeda. Uh, Dr. Fate in Smallville. Uh, Purple Gaming Program in Tron Legacy. Roy in Final Destination 5. Uh, he was apparently in three episodes of Supernatural. Uh, and he's tunnelman jakes carter in 11 episodes of snowpiercer so yeah still doing this thing there too nice yeah. uh so we start off with uh, a blindfolded visitor uh, being taken to the power base uh, we find out it's colonel cypher um and basically they're like why did you want to reach out to us and like, eden 2 is real i done seen it well more likely i really heard about it there's this underground railroad that's broken up into five segments for secrecy i hand people off to them and i never never see them again so it must be real it must be real yeah and i was like oh you never see him again huh oh boy mm-hmm. but he's like yeah segment three of this uh this five segment chain has been i don't know shut down or whatever and they want they need you to go rendezvous with them to get it starting again and uh yeah that's right right now yeah no one comes back from eden 2 though and like, well, how, then how can we trust you? Like, well, they gave me this to as a gift to give to you to convince you. <gasps> That's the war dog insignia. <laughs> what that must be from someone advised group. And then we had a little flashback of uh, oh. God, that was back like episode six or something like right? that. Right, that's like first season. Yeah, well, there's only one season. First season, uh, fr- first disc, first disc. Yeah, yeah, that's it. First season. Yeah, <laughs> but I like how Hawk's like, yep. That's even her writing and everything. <laughs> it's yeah, her handwriting. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, it just it said like, we, uh, Matt, we made it. <laughs> love V or yeah, something like that. You're like, I love how far like, Cypher, you just bought yourself a railroad. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> All right. So to meet up in this segment, they got to go to Dark Town, which was this bombed out area. It's got like acid yeah. rain or acid fog and stuff they're saying. And, and what, like nuclear pit? Yeah, little fire? little sinkholes that have radiate radioactive lava or something. It's like, yeah, that's a that's a nice place, I guess. Uh, but they but their suits, of course, protect them from the acid fog, at least for about an hour. And I'm like, OK, got a ticking clock. Good to know. Uh, Scout. Uh, he basically changes into one of the the dread units or whatever to like access the computer and find out like i guess where the location they're looking for is uh but i guess the fog starts affecting his cloaking device or whatever and uh 
Of course, you know, that leads to a fight. Uh, long story short, they find out, okay, we got to head south by southwest uh, a couple clicks or whatever they say. We then cut to Volcania, and uh, <laughs> there's this uh, this general guy who's like talking to Lord Dread, and he's like, oh, yes, we've been tracking power for the last, I don't know, three hours, and he's popped up in like four different places in the uh, in the U.S. Like, it's like, yeah, East Coast, and over here in Denver. And it's like, that's impossible unless, no, Stuart didn't have the, didn't have the technology for teleportation. No, no. Mm. And then he's also like, oh, we also just found out two of our uh, units went down in Darktown. It's probably nothing. Probably nothing. (laughs) That's great. Then why why did you bring it up, bro? (laughs) But uh, yeah, they start walking around, you know, Darktown, little coordinates they're looking for. And apparently the fog is like affecting the 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 dread soldiers or whatever. Like so they go rogue, it melts their circuits or something. Yeah, they just it's kind of like zombies, I guess, just kind of walking around, or if they're like I don't know, they see something and just start, ah, attack. But, you know. Yeah, I think zombies is like a good... good yeah, yeah, because they're like dripping and all that. Yeah, but, well, because it's acid. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's supposed to be melting. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so they're malfunctioning. Uh, but then, you know, what they like see tank or something, so they start like attacking everybody. And we see like a throat get slashed. We see, or, you, know, you know, it sparks or whatever, but still... So, Someone had a firework on their collar. That's all it is. Uh, power ends up like yeeting one of them into the radioactive lava holes and explodes. Uh, a head gets crushed by tank. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He like rips the head right off of it. Cause I was, <laughs> I was thinking like, this is where they find out there's humans under this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying out new things. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait, I'm detecting hundreds more of these things now. We should run away. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, and that's when like the commercial break is. Yeah, we come back and uh, Lord Dred's being filled in like a probe's detecting, I don't know, some intruders in Darktown. Well, maybe. I don't even know why we have the probes there. They really don't work right. Yeah, we just lost two more units in there. The, their brains have melted. They've gone rogue. Well, go find out. <laughs> we then cut to Blastar doing some calisthenics or something. Yeah. <laughs> the systems after he got blown up the last time yeah like everything's work processing correctly except uh his oh yeah right hand is a little extra blasty because that'll come back later that's where he like detaches his little finger is like playing with it while dread's like blast off get the get to dark town and find out if i was there full speed no you know the fastest route don't get distracted this time (laughs) as he's like looking at his finger shaking it a little bit popping it back in yeah fun stuff um yeah what happens here all right so we cut back to dark town they're sneaking around uh one of the malfunctioning units attacks uh pilot and she ends up blasting yeah. it <laughs> like she's like if there's one thing i hate it's a grabby robot <laughs> <laughs> you think she's gonna be a damsel in distress but then no, no. pilot hell no <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, yeah, so they're sneaking around and then, I don't know, they just like wander into a room that doesn't have the fog and uh, there's this guy, hi, I'm John and he's like all decked out in a robe, just kind of chilling. Right? He's wearing like a like a samurai Hakata or something. Yeah, and he's got like a couple like over his arm, like ready to hand him and he's like, oh no, yeah, you, you, you don't need to worry, <laughs> worry about that stuff here. I've got this place protected so the fog doesn't affect it and uh, and my, uh, my little gi here is 
uh, fireproof, acid-proof. Like resistant to small arms fire. Small arms fire. <laughs> yeah, like nice. Uh, meanwhile, outside Blastar, he's a uh, he's being affected by the fog and getting all twitchy and shit, and is like trying to report back to Dread, but <laughs> like, oh yeah, Sauron was fine, but I guess since power messed with your birth, you're you're not okay with acid fog. Eh, you should come back. He's like, no, no, I got this, I got this, bro. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, make it a little scene where John's t- like basically like, oh yeah, Eden Two is real. Uh, you ever heard of Shangri La? It's basically that. It's where yeah. all the all the the, the finest go and live their lives and safety and harmony. It is, is V there too? Oh yeah, V, she's a new chick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's been asking about you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but in power's like, well, you could just tell us the location. I mean, you can trust us, right? He's like, nah, I don't think I, I don't think I can. Not not quite yet. And then all of a sudden, door kicks down, people blasting, fire, shoot out, pew, 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 pew. And uh, and John just gets him. <laughs> He's like, Captain, a parting gift before I go. And like tosses him a, a, a just a little cube, like a fucking Rubik's cube to this yeah. thing. <laughs> and Power's like, ah, chase after him. And it's like chasing him down a little hole. But, you know, it's already like locked doors and stuff behind him. And it's like, I'm, I don't even know which way to go. Shit. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we get a little, uh, you know, a bunch of blasting around. Uh, Power says he's going to distract Blastar while everybody else runs. Um, that doesn't work out well. He damn near gets killed and then tank to the rescue. <laughs> and then, yeah, Blastar is like malfunctioning more and he's like refusing to leave, even though Dread's like, no, seriously, get, get out of town. And then he starts friendly firing everybody, just fucking rampage. <laughs> and he starts motioning his hand like a. <laughs> You know, like the people never shot a gun where it's like the two fingers yeah. and they're like whipping their yeah. hand at people like it's fucking wanted or I don't know. His, his finger guns are just going off. <laughs> Mike, Mike, are you there? I haven't heard from you. Yeah, I'm still here. This is oh, okay. really chimed in. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, so eventually they escape. Um, and I, again, another one of those episodes where does Blastar die at the end? I don't know. Find out next time. Uh, <laughs> but we're back at the power base and uh, they open up the little little cube box thing that John gave them. What's inside, Mike? An orange. An actual orange. Ooh. I haven't seen one of those in years. They all uh, pass it around, try a little slice. Eden 2 is real. It has to be. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you think of the episode? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, lots of action in it, even though I'm, I'm thinking Eden 2 is actually going to be a trap. I mean, it it definitely has that feel. Right? It feels like a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Canada. It's too good to be true. It's got to be fake. Oh, Canada is absolutely fake. <laughs> How about you, babe? Oh, uh, sorry. I was like, yeah, no, it's fake. I told you that. Um, <laughs> this episode is fake. <laughs> no, it's False good, news. good episode. They, uh, I feel, like, I feel like they found their rhythm. Like the characters have got like got their rhythm. They they've got a better like hold on the timing of the episodes. Yeah, doesn't feel like too much crammed in like it has in some of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah totally. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, we'll save uh, knee pads and stuff, I guess, maybe till after the next one. But 
Uh, at least a knee pad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. We'll do it now. Uh, yeah, one knee pad. How about you, Mike? Yeah, one knee pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing out of the out of the ordinary, but yeah, just you know, good, concise. And I'm sure Blastar died at the end, but he'll be <laughs> back. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but next we have uh, what's the name of the next one here? Uh, Freedom One. Oh snap! Ooh, we ready for this one? Freedom, sweet freedom. All right, here we go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Power on. Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. This is Freedom One speaking, the voice of the East Coast Resistance Movement. Valiant fighters in Quadrant 9 destroyed one column of Dread Troopers today, with no casualties. Intensified sweeps by Sauron in Sector 1. All Resistance fighters are warned to remain undercover. Just received word of a stunning blow against a secret dread project by Captain Power and his unit. They are an inspiration to us all. You sure this is the right time? Positive. But she missed her last broadcast. I hope nothing's happened. Freedom One is back on the air after an emergency relocation. I was nearly captured by dread troops, but managed to escape with the aid of Cypher, one of our bravest and most dedicated leaders. Cypher, I owe you one. I know that it cost you sacrifice is a word we all know too well. There is no one within the sound of my voice who has not lost someone. A wife, husband, children, friend, lover. But there is one thing we must never lose. Without hope, we'll give up when we're tired and hungry, and it seems as if chaos and madness must overwhelm us. It is light 
when darkness surrounds us. I end today's broadcast with a special message. I summon the thunder. Repeat. Mentor, prepare to receive coded microphones. the thunder. Prepare to receive. Unscramble microburst and display coded location on screen. That's where she is. Summon the thunder means come at once. Something you set up with her? Yeah. I've talked to her a few times by tight beam comlink. Gave her some information and she relayed some back from East Coast Resistance. Right. Let's hit it. I can't wait to see the face go to that voice. Funny thing about troopers, how they always seem to be hanging around. What is this, a junk festival? Thanks. They must have gotten a fix on that last transmission. Anything broken? Nothing that won't fix itself. Thank you for coming. We've got to get out of here quickly, so I'll get right to business. This is my transmitter. Beauty, isn't it? Our one real chance of uniting the resistance. I have made contact with the leaders of the five most powerful resistance forces in this country and proposed a meeting. Too risky. If Dredd would find out... He won't. Not if we move quickly enough. And that's why I need you, Captain. There's no way you could appear in the places you have without a teleportation device of some kind. You seem to know an awful lot about us. Maybe too much. Knowledge is survival. I am a survivor. But if you're not interested, I can always find another way. All right, suppose we agree to provide transport. What makes you think the other resistance leaders will come? You, Captain. They know what you've done against Dredd, and each one of them has seen you or a member of your team. And... They've agreed to accept you as overall leader of the Resistance. Together we can beat Dread once and for all. I think that's worth a little risk. They're standing by for a follow-up broadcast. What should I tell them? All right, we'll do it. This is Freedom One to the Five. Freedom One to the Five. The torch is lit. Repeat. The torch is lit. 
Sand is arranged for her own transport, and Gundara specifically for pilot. That leaves Blaze, Cypher, and Evanier. You know where they are? Where's the meeting place? Sector 23. I'll monitor the area and transmit exact coordinates by tight beam as each leader arrives. It's safer that way. Tank, you take Cypher? Right. Scout, Blaze. Hawk, you got Ivanya. I'll take Freedom 1 to the meeting place. <laughs> Not necessary, Captain. I've got a groundhopper stash nearby. Dred's troops will be all over this area. Why don't we just call it a precaution? By the way, my real name is Christine Larrabee. How about you? Jonathan Power. <laughs> You're kidding. Power? I thought, I thought that was some kind of silly code name. Like Freedom One. How much further to the meeting point? About 10 clicks. I think you'll recognize it. I do recognize it. Very clever, Christine. This Dread base was abandoned during the Metal Wars. Which means Dread won't be monitoring it now. Shall we? gets heavier by the minute. I better get on the monitor. You stay here and watch the transmitter. I'll let you know as soon as your people arrive. I better go with you. Oh, thanks, but I'm a big girl. Besides, transmitter's more important. Don't ever say that, Christine. Not even as a joke. Never say a machine is more important than a human. You're an innocent. You know that? Innocent? I've been called a lot of things, but... Oh, I know. You've seen a lot. Been through hell. But it's still there. Good evening, Freedom. here like this threatens everything. In an hour, we will have them all in our hands. The five leaders, Power and his group, all of them. I have spent months building up my reputation and my credibility, and now... You question my judgment over unit. Forgive me, my lord. It was only my dedication to your divine plan. It was necessary that I speak with you. There is a new development, and I could not risk a message while you were with Power. Do you recognize this man? Elzor Polarski. He was captured a few years ago and I took part in his interrogation. I didn't realize he had survived it. Gandar was killed. Elza Polarski is now in command. Then he'll be coming in Gundar's place? The minute he sees me... An unfortunate coincidence, but one that we will deal with. Which of Power's team is flying him in? The woman called Pilot, my lord. The one who deserted the dread youth and betrayed the will of the machine. For which she will die. That is the fate of all traitors and rebels. Praise the machine. Glory to Lord Dread. Cypher? It's me. 
so big as a war button, twice as ugly. It's good to see you too, Beanpole. I'm here for Gundar. Gundar is dead. I'm Elzer, his replacement. I'm sorry. He was a good man. We're going on this. Power on! Whenever you're ready. Pilot, this is Freedom One. I'm transmitting your rendezvous coordinates now. Please acknowledge. Acknowledge. New coordinates received and locked in. We'll see you soon. She will be here soon. You must act quickly, my lord. Blastar will deal with the treacherous youth leader Chase and the rest. Be ready to signal his troops the moment our rebel flies are within your web. Understood, my lord. Strange place for a meeting. It's a trap! Dreams, traitor. Return to your mission, Overunit, and do not disappoint me. See you again, Captain. Great day for the Resistance. Yes, indeed. Anything wrong, Captain? Pilot. She should have been here before you. Not to worry, Captain. Short man? Gundar's people just chirped in. There was a slight delay, but she'll be here any moment. Why don't you uh, get the meeting started? I'll watch out for her.
want to explain this? Certainly, Captain. But I'm afraid I haven't got the time. And yours has just run out. Corporal Chase reporting, sir. She's all set. What's going on, Captain? It's an ambush. It's a setup, the whole thing. She's a dread over unit. She was using this. Short-range transmitter. Probably to alert troops. Which means we're in trouble. They'll know they've been in a fight. No. We can't afford a battle on their terms. We've got to get these people out of here. Pilot, can you manage? Take them out the back way. I'll keep the dreads busy. Make it out on foot later. I'll never get back to you on time. Then I'll have the element of surprise on my side. Now move it. You heard the man. Let's move it. See you soon, John. Give him hell. You better come with me. She won't be needing this. What about her, Captain? Take her to the passages. Their psych people might be able to get some information out of her. It is useless to fight. We will win. The will of the machine cannot be denied. So much for innocence.
to sound like I'm not glad to see you, but what did you do with Elzer? I gave you a job to do, Hawk. Yeah. Tune in to 150 megahertz. Won't be back. But the voice of the Resistance will stay on the air. I make that pledge, and I mean to keep it. This is the new voice of the Resistance. Freedom 2. And if anything happens to me, there's going to be a Freedom 3. And 4. And 5. We didn't start this war, but we're going to finish it. So that was episode 18, Freedom One, ah! February 28th, 1988, uh, from director Aiken Sherberger. Who's he, Steve? Um, well, this was his only episode because the only credits he has is a student film called Who Done It? This, <laughs> and a 2001 documentary called High Tech Toys. That's it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, right? Uh, of course, writer J. Michael Straczynski once again, uh, but also writer Christy Marks. Who's she, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, 38 credits, including five episodes of G.I. Joe, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, this, <clears throat> the creator of Gem, of, yes, Gem and the Holograms. What? Yeah. Uh, two episodes of Dino Riders, uh, Bucky O'Hare, Ninja Turtles, uh, Conan the Adventurer, Darkstalkers, Reboot, Shadow Warriors, and uh, yeah, she's the one that uh, showed up in the movie *Gem and the Holograms*. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, special guest stars this episode. We have Raymond O'Neill as Elzer Polarski. Uh, he has 18 credits. Uh, one episode of *Night Heat*. This Harold Davis in uh, the 1989 movie *Millennium*. A couple episodes of *Counter-Strike*. Uh, *Kung Fu: The Legend Continues*. And of course, everybody's favorite boxing movie *Digstown*. Yeah. I don't remember much about it, but uh, but special guest star Gwyneth Walsh as Christine Larrabee, aka Freedom One. Uh, she has 133 credits. I'm gonna read off a few of them. <clears throat> All right. Dr. Rachel Carson in Blue Monkey. What? Yes, the doctor from Blue Monkey. Yeah. Uh, this uh, actually I think came out the same year. <laughs> uh, some episodes of MacGyver. Uh, she's Beator. That's right. One of the Klingon sisters from Next Gen, Deep yes. Space Nine, and Generations. The Klingon sisters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Liv Forrester in the movie The Crush. That's the uh, Carrie Ells, Alicia Silverstone one from, like, 95. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Patricia Da Vinci in 52 episodes of Da Vinci's Inquest. All right. Oh, my. Uh, she plays Julie in MXP, Most Extreme Primate, maybe coming next oh! April. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, she's also Emily in Tin Man, the uh, miniseries oh, yeah. with Zoe okay. Deschanel and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really like that one. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't remember who Emily is, but yeah, I'm sure she's great in it. 
she also plays psychologist in an episode of Supernatural. It's the one with the uh, young prophet named Anna. Oh, I think like season two or something like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's. Uh, yeah, she's the psychologist in the mental ward when they go to break her yep, out. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. And then don't they like leave Cass there in her place or something, or is that a different episode? I think that might be a different episode. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, she's also in an episode of American Horror Story, but I couldn't find out exactly which one. And 15 episodes of Virgin River. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All Star. <laughs> all star of stuff we actually haven't done on the uh, podcast yet since blue monkey was on grind bin <laughs> oh but this episode uh we start off with a, a radio update from freedom one the voice of the resistance and uh she gives this whole big speech about hope it, it's 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 shot like it's basically the warriors and uh <laughs> um oh my god uh adrian barbeau like kind of with this like voice but it's like oh Whatever you do, don't give up hope. We'll fight the resistance and we'll win. And uh, like you see people like all over the world listening to it like it's, you know, the end of Independence Day when they're like learning how to (laughs) bring down all the ships. But uh, one of the camps is being ambushed. (laughs) And one guy gets shot up and he's dying. And guy's like, turn that racket off. Like, no, I want her voice to be the last thing I hear. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) But she ends her radio tr- transmission with, uh, I summon the thunder. I repeat, I summon the thunder. And uh, Power's like, mentor, mentor, bring up the whatever, uh, some cross-reference, blah, 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 blah. And uh, apparently it's a code to basically say she's in, like, Massachusetts, apparently. Okay. <laughs> like, it just has you know, a little picture of Massachusetts. And, like, there was, like, a couple spots, like, little dots on there and so i was like which one is it i don't know check them all i guess yeah so they uh we we then cut to i guess massachusetts somewhere and we see uh a lady wearing a helmet and a backpack and like trying to sneak past some troopers but of course she gets shot at blah 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 but then the power squad comes flying into the rescue Oh, oh, that's right. There's the one scene where uh, a pilot's about to be shot like at her three o'clock, but Hawk saves her. He's like, you got to watch your back door, kid. (laughs) 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 Um, And then, okay. And then this is probably the funniest part of the episode because like, you know, after all the troopers are taken out, they like walk up to the lady wearing the helmet and they take the helmet off. And then it like cuts to like them reacting. And then we see her and her hair is full fucking yeah. poofed down. Like I just yeah. imagine like them taking the helmet off and it's like <laughs> she's got the, the big hair going full steam, full uh full Lita Ford. Like <laughs> yeah, basically uh uh she's like, Hi, I'm Freedom One, you know, you know my voice, right? Uh basically all, uh we're arranging for a meeting of the five major rebel forces and their leaders. Uh, but I just need, you know, transportation for him to get to the same place at the same time. And you're basically the only one anybody trusts around here. So can you help me out? <laughs> oh, by the way, they also want you to be the overall leader of the resistance. But we can talk about that later at the meeting or something. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, ba- basically, she gives out some message. The torch is lit. The torch is lit. And uh, the, the plan, I guess, is for all uh, power. And like it, basically, everybody go in the five different directions, get the leaders and come back kind of yeah. thing. Divide and conquer. Yeah, but Power is uh, taking Freedom One back to the base, and she's like, by the way, my real name's Christine Larrabee. What's yours? Jonathan Power. Like, oh, really? 
I thought that was just a dumb call name. Like three to one. Yeah. By the way, Marvel, you hacked. <laughs> Hi, I'm Peter Parker. I am uh, Stephen Strange. Oh, we're using our code names. Uh, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> oh, we're using our fake names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically, they're uh, they're meeting at some uh, abandoned dread base that got blown up, like I guess back in the wars or whatever. Um, and she's like, here, uh, just watch this transmitter while I go in the other room and, I don't know, powder my nose or something. I don't know, send out a transmission. And how funny would it be if you followed her and there she was just taking a dump? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jump suit, Sorry. I have to get naked. Sorry, can't, can't be too careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had beans for dinner for the last eight years. By the way, there's a lot of hairspray in here. <laughs> or she's like sniffing cocaine like in Pulp Fiction. Oh, fuck it. I said, damn. Yeah. <laughs> totally be it too. Like, I'm on the radio. God damn, you know I do coke. <laughs> Not already laying, but you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, instead, she's there, uh, you know, messing around on the computer or whatever. And then a hologram of dread enters the room. Ba -ba 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 -ba! Commercial break. <laughs> you know. But yeah, basically, we come back and uh, she's like, Ipsh! God damn it, you're not supposed to contact me here. You're going to blow the whole operation. Uh, and Dred's basically like, do you recognize this man? Oh, yeah, it's Elzor Polarski or something. I uh, interrogated him a while back. What, what the fuck's he got to do with anything? Well, he's one of the five leaders now since the uh, last guy died. So he's going to totally narc on you or whatever. <laughs> he's going to blow your cover. It's like, oh, shit. All right, well, who's uh, who's picking him up? pilot <laughs> all right oh oh, that, oh, that, oh that's right no dread asked her like who's picking picking him up pilot she's the one that was the youth leader that turned on us like oh she tried to get some machines she will surely die that's right i'll hail the machine or whatever <laughs> going on for a bit yeah we then uh, see like tank picking up cypher to bring him in and pilot picks up polarski and uh you know uh pilot sent the coordinates <laughs> and then we we basically find out that the you know Blastar and the troops are like ready to attack whenever uh, whenever she gives a signal. I'm like, oh good, Blastar's still alive! Yay, he lasts another episode. <laughs> I was worried they end the last one, uh, but yeah, basically they end up ambushing Pilot and Polarski like it, it just in like a back alley somewhere, <laughs> and like I don't know, it's weird. Blastar has them like dead to rights and just starts like you know all ten finger laser blaster. <laughs> And ends up like hitting him, but it basically blows up the the brick wall behind him, and so all these cinder blocks and stuff fall yeah. on him. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but but then he's like, "Yep, organics terminated," and like rolls off on his roller skates or whatever. There, there's like no way for him to check vital signs or anything. He's like, "Yep, they're dead." Yeah, I'm a machine. I mean, Fuck it. Bye. I'm gonna go on my roller skates. Oh shit! You know what it is. Huh. Because power uh, messed up his birth, he hasn't learned double tap. Oh. That's what it was like. Yep, cinder blocks. Humans are allergic to them. They'll, they'll surely die or, you know, something like look, that. Look, look, I he heard humans are allergic to, like, pointy sticks. So cinder yeah. blocks should definitely kill one. He, he doesn't have the detailed files like the, you know, T-1000 or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, but yeah, but basically, like as soon as he rolls off, like Polarski's already like dusting bricks off a of pilot and like you know like dragging her around and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so they're not dead, but I guess the suit's out. Okay, that's cool. 
Um, yeah, so everyone starts arriving back at uh, the, the the abandoned base for the meeting, except you know Pyro's like, "Where's Where's Pilot? She should have been back before you, Tank. I don't know. I don't know anything." And Freedom One's like, "Oh yeah, I just uh, just got a just got a call. She's on her way. You know, <laughs> you know, girl th- girl stuff or something. I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> girl stuff. Right. <laughs> and uh, she like just like walks out the front door, and Power's like, well, "That's fucking weird," and like follows her. And I I thought when she had her hand was like a thermal detonator or something. Like right? I thought I thought she was gonna like set it somewhere and like blow them all up or something. Yeah. But I guess instead it's yeah the transmitter. You know, she Power's like, "What what's this?" And she's like. Yeah, I don't know. The end of your demise. And and yeah, so yeah, they I don't know, throw her back in the room to like tie her up or whatever. Like, oh, it's a transmitter. Oh, that means we got company coming. All right, everybody, uh you guys scatter and like powers like, I'll stay behind and you know, draw their fire while you guys escape. Uh okay, cool. Good luck. So then we got a couple minute scene where like all these troops come in and they're like, you know, chasing power through the base and he's, you know, blasting a bunch of them and sparks, all that fun stuff. Uh, eventually he like ends up uh, going up a ladder to the roof and he pulls out the the, the power spear or whatever yeah. and takes out a couple guys because, you know, we hadn't seen that in a couple episodes. And uh, yeah, basically Hawk like shows up and like hits a couple troopers, like saving them there on the roof and stuff. And uh, Powers is kind of pissed. He's like, "What the hell, man? Uh, you know, what what ha- what happened to Polarski? Oh, why don't you turn into a 150 megahertz?" And you hear the the new voice, Freedom Two, oh. the new voice of the resistance. And if they kill me, then there'll be a Freedom Three and a Freedom Twelve. And ah, Woo! what with the resistance? We will end this evil war. My one question is, Blastar's still in that base, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, they just. I assume that's hop on Hawk's power that, bike and get out of there. That that's why uh that's why the other guy was riding away in the tank. Oh, uh, okay, okay. All right. Now he's a mobile unit. There you go. Well, yeah, that's uh that's basically the end of the episode. Yeah. Seemed, seemed really quick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Damn your sudden but inevitable betrayal, Freedom One. <laughs> Mike, what'd you think? Uh it was all right. I did. I did notice a problem, and that that didn't really get explained. Like, you know how like pilot got injured and all of that. It looked like Freedom One was actually observing that going on because I guess they had video footage or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 When um, I I don't know. Maybe she was getting a radio feed from Blastar or something, but. Well, it's just radio camera that follows Blastar around because Dread can always see Blastar's face. Oh, that's right. Oh, it must be one of those little probes or something flying around. I don't know. But yeah, it was weird. It was like when she was being dusted off and they were walking away, it cut back to her and she's like, ha ha ha, they're dead. And I'm like, oh, maybe she didn't see the, the last 30 seconds that we did. But uh, you think Dread be like, send Blaster back, fucking kill him, and, and you know, and then yeah. they're dead. You know, Blastar, bring me the heads. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> They're not detachable like the robots, right? <laughs> you just like change them out for a new one. I don't know. <laughs> How about you, babe? What'd you think? Yeah, good episode. Yeah, it felt like it went really quick. Yeah. But um, I absolutely thought the uh, the contact from the other base was going to be evil when he it was like I'm waiting for yeah. Dolan or whatever. Like, oh well, he's dead. I, they sent me instead. We're like, oh, this is a trap. Yeah. <laughs> They double trapped each other and right? screwed up their plans now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I liked it. Yeah. 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 I agree. It's uh what yeah. 
yeah, yeah, one knee pad, not over the top great, but you know, I, I always like the ode to like warriors and like the 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 voice of the resistance and all that. And what she it, it was a trap the whole time. Like, of course it was. Everything's a trap. It's you know, post-apocalyptic future. Can't trust anyone, right. especially the rats. Yeah. It's a trap. The world is a trap. <laughs> Admiral Akbar was right. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah mike what, how about you knee pad one knee pad two uh i'll give it a hater slipper actually oh any particular I, reason why just because of the the one unexplained thing <laughs> it. that and this i kind of saw stuff coming miles away like i kind of knew what was going to happen it just seemed really quick yeah real, it's just kind of like a cliche oh. yeah it's just kind of like an eh episode to me all right yeah i i mean if you have to hand out hater slippers for these episodes like this probably on the lower end but yeah half still a knee pad? are you going to downgrade a half a <laughs> knee pad it's not a full knee pad just, like the just a one? knee no knee pad no i don't know <laughs> so you're just going to take a knee that's right uh yeah so uh guys oh my gosh yeah we're totally getting down to the last couple episodes hey ah! okay as someone who just watched uh ju- ju- we just binged obi-wan kenobi yeah I mean, Disney needs to get uh, J. Michael Straczynski back because right? what he's able to do in 20 minutes, I mean, I think Obi-Wan was like four and a half hours and it was basically just yeah. him just running away anytime something was about to happen. Oh, like it was the whole fucking Gandalf. Yeah, it was, it was, oh, look, Obi-Wan is Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, like, we're finally ready for the final battle that will end everything. Nope. I have to go. <laughs> do some Jedi shit. I have to go. I I forgot how. It's been so long. I'd rather just be perving by watching this this 10-year-old boy I've been watching grow up from a safe distance. Like, oh, man, you're the pervy neighbor. Uh, but don't worry, boys yeah. are important. Let's, the, not, let, let's completely forget about the girl. She's not important. Well, no. well and the only thing that pulls him away is when his sister is kidnapped. And then he's like... Uh, oh, then he doesn't even want to go. He's like, whatever, yeah. the girl's not that important. Yeah, yeah. Guys, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I kind of enjoyed it, but yeah, there was definitely like, like five times watching it. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe the Empire's right. Maybe the Empire be having a point. <laughs> that being said, they are a democracy. I want, I want, I want to steal Leia's idea and just get an empty holster and fill it with snacks. Oh. I yeah. want people to not know if I'm carrying a weapon or if I'm carrying Twizzlers. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> okay, Mike, have you seen uh, Obi Wan Kenobi? I don't know if you. Yeah, oh yes, you? yeah, I have. Oh, what did you think of it? Um, I thought it was fine. Uh, I mean, I like these uh, series better than I do the uh, actual Disney films. I think the yeah, the, the the newest trilogy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I like the whole, you know, Obi Wan and uh, Anakin working out their issues kind of a thing. But it's also very much like, okay, that I mean, that's that that that's a good arc in there. Everybody else kind of, I don't, I don't know. Like I think it could have been uh it could have been edited down to a film. Actually, it would have worked as a film. There's yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff they could have got rid of. Yeah, it probably would have cut down to like a yeah two and a half three hour movie or something. But yeah, I, and and the uh, the the whole uh, the, the oh my god, what are they called? The Inquisitors or whatever? And like, 
I don't know, third sister and fifth brother or whatever. Oh, and I like that Han was in it. Yes, Han was in it. <laughs> Even though he wasn't given much to do, it's good to see. I was like, wait, I know that face. Is that Han Solo from the Fast and Furious oh, universe? What? Wait, but I thought Japan, I thought Tokyo was his Mexico. <laughs> oh, God damn it, it's so bad. This was a long, long time ago before there was a Tokyo. Oh, before, before there was a Mexico. Oh, oh my God, yes. The galaxy far, far away. <laughs> When when half the planets in the universe still look like Mexico. Ah, <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. We were talking about Captain Power. Um, I understand you're also on a podcast. Uh, hopefully I'll be back on the superiority complex sometime. It's been like a few weeks since I've last been on at the time of this recording. Maybe by the time this is released, I've been on too many episodes and i've taken over mario as the host and (laughs) you've you've succeeded him as the leader of the resistance (laughs) yeah excellent uh babe are are you you on social media at all i am you find me everywhere at untidy venus that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping i'm on all the social medias at untidy venus i have an etsy shop where i sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com and i have a patreon that's right guys come join my patreon for four dollars a month you can join the sticker of the month club i just realized i was doing some counting i've been doing it for a full year oh shit congratulations so every month you get a sticker designed by me do i need to get that uh those captain power designs uh get get stickers of those to send out but uh so yeah uh find me on patreon at untidy venus steve where can we find you oh well of course we're on all the major podcatchers under everything i learned from movies or getting us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Uh, yeah, guys, we're wrapping up this Captain Power thing. Um, yeah, we got some great months coming up. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, our regular episodes are going to be on fire for the rest of the That's right. Um, and yeah, we're doing all kinds of fun things. So yeah, come uh, come come hit us up. Join all the social medias. Find out what crazy shit we're doing. Yeah. Uh, every other Wednesday night, we're doing uh, live movie watches. Uh, I don't know. By the time this is released, who knows what movie will be coming up? But yeah, find out at EILF Movies. Yeah. So yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Mike. And this is everything, everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Good night. Gotta watch your back door, kid. (laughs) (laughs) This is Captain Power. I'm closing in on Dread.
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now